Hey guys, welcome to the Youth Exchange Podcast once again. I know it's been a while since I dropped my story, part one. And yeah, I think it's about time. I thought it was about time two weeks later on that I I dropped part two as well. Also thinking about a part three, but I don't know. We'll see how far this goes. So yeah, <clears throat> it's been a it's been a rough ride, ups and downs. I'm here, I'm still in 2014 in my story, I'm still in 2014, and yeah, I mean, it ended, part one ended on a, a very <laughs> anticlimax type thing, you know, so yeah, um, the tragedy that I was referring to in part one was that uh, my first, my first uncle who passed away, passed away in 2014, and I think it was about, I think it was may or march or april somewhere around there but before june it was before the june holidays and this was my my mother's first sibling who passed away and yeah there's three there's three of them now who are passed on but this was the first one you know and that's why uh, i think i disappeared for like a week or two during that year yeah i disappeared a bit and I distinctly remember going home wearing that red tie, that red prefect tie. Going home for, yeah, going home into a house that was just, you know, crying and sobbing. And everyone was just, you know, screaming in pain and stuff like that. And I just, I, I did understand what had happened, but I didn't really grasp it at that time. It wasn't the first time I'd been to a funeral where... I was getting to understand what's happening. I mean, this this is my uncle who's passed on. My uncle, I didn't really know him properly. I knew him like I knew him. We visited him. He was he was in jail, but we visited him a lot. And I remember that jail because we visited him. I remember the process was so long. Like to get to him was just so long. Yeah, to fill out so many documents, yeah, to wait in so many rooms, yeah, to do so many things before we, we got to him. So when we'd finally get to him, I'd just be so happy. I'd be happy to go play, actually. There was a playing area in those visiting places, and I'd just be happy to go play. But there did come a time where we would just sit down and wait for him. And he would finally come through and he would just pick us up and, you know, hug and kiss us and miss us. And I didn't even care that he was in prison. I would hug him and be so happy and kiss him and everything. And then I'd go back to playing again. And yeah, so, yeah, this was my, my uncle who passed on. And it was, I think it was the first time I had been, I had seen my mom cry so much first time i could remember seeing her in so much pain and that was what's that that was what was hurting me the most was seeing her in so much pain seeing her cry and you know just breaking down like that really scared me and i was i didn't even know what to do i didn't know what to do i didn't know what to say i mean it's it's my mom i know i'm supposed to be doing something but i didn't even know what to do and it was really weird for me because, I mean, my cousin was crying. My cousin was crying like a baby. And he's so much older than me, but he was crying like a baby because that was his father. 
but I didn't. I felt weird because I didn't cry that much. Compared to everybody else, I didn't cry so much, so I felt weird. And I didn't know what to do, but I did end up crying at uh, the final day when they were about to lay him in the ground. I did end up crying. And yeah, I mean, that kind of formed me in a way. It kind of formed me because it happened at it happened in a point of my life where I was high. I was high on confidence. Like I was high on confidence. I was high on dopamine. I was I had the best soccer year of my life. Um I was playing soccer probably about every second week we had a tournament somewhere or we had games. I mean grade seven we, we even represented Portugal as a team. Like grade grade seven was just a magical year in terms of sports. So I was very high on dopamine on confidence i was very confident that year and that happened and i just went down boom like my confidence just went down and i was now conflicted inside i think this was the first time i experienced inner conflict because i didn't understand why why something like this happens i didn't understand you know and in movies obviously they make it they make it normal because the movie you know they just bring something tragic people are crying they're dressed in black and yeah it goes on and that happened at a moment in my life where i was maybe being too prideful in a way and i don't want to use this situation as a excuse but it kind of did humble me it kind of humbled me that no matter how good you are, no matter how bad you are in life, we all have an equal ending. We we all are going to end in the same way. You know, we are all mortals and we are all going to be six feet under. That, and that's when you, it's the end of the road for you, you know. No matter if you are the world's richest man, no matter if you're Jeff Bezos, or no matter if you're the poorest person in the poorest country we all have the same fate you know we might have lived different lives but we all have the same fate and this was really hard for my grandparents my grandparents i mean if you can imagine bearing your own kids bearing your own kids doesn't sound very nice i mean you raised this person you saw this person become a man adult you saw this person have kids you saw this person have a family you saw them when they were baby. You, you you took care of them. Everything you did, everything for them in life, and now you're putting them to rest. That's really heartbreaking. And that was my mom's concern, I guess, was for her parents, how her parents were feeling, and her and her siblings as well, who are still around. And yeah, man, that 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 experience really put me down. It really showed me that life is unfair to an extent. To everyone, life is not unfair to the to the person who's we we say cursed or bewitched. You know, life is unfair to everyone. The successful, the unsuccessful, the good, the bad, the the famous, the the poor. Life is unfair to everybody. And moving on in my story, like grade seven, um. It was a good year in the sense of it, the way it ended. I mean, it ended in in people going their separate ways. I still kept a lot of friends going into high school. A lot of people went to the same high school as me. I think it was just a no-brainer since the high school was just like, 
less than 10 kilometers away from Robert Hicks. Um, yeah, so we all went, most of us went to the same high school. People that I didn't really like went to different high schools than me. So that was the ups for me. And yeah, something very funny happened. And I, I actually ended up being friends with one of the most naughtiest kids I've ever seen in my life. Like this guy was just notorious. Even the teachers knew and called him by his nickname. And I'm only talking about one person, Mr. 305 Lunge Lungodela, my best friend today. And this man was just, <laughs> this man was the naughtiest person I've seen in my life. And he had the most confidence I've seen in my life. And he, he was the most popular kid in school. Everybody knew him. I mean, this guy was audacious. This guy beat up a kid while playing soccer. He, he literally beat him up like it was like wrestling. I don't know if he speared him, but I saw I saw a couple punches going. And I'm like, man, this man is audacious. You are about to beat up a person. Like, you know, the consequences of, of fighting. They're going to call your parents. They're gonna, you're going to get disciplined and stuff, stuff. I was always scared of that. I would never fight. I got into an altercation with one friend as well, but that was just pushing and shoving then it was done it wasn't really a fight i always get to fight i i don't fight and as soon as i get i get angry to that point i start crying and i can't control my crying <laughs> it's it's weird i can't control my crying and just start crying and everything but yeah i ended up grade eight i ended up becoming friends with mr lungelo godela and i couldn't i i i don't know man i never imagined myself being friends with this guy and today i i would never i would never i would never trade anything for this guy i would never lose anything for this guy he's one of the most special people in my life he's 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 such a he has such a great heart he has such a big heart he, he can be the naughtiest person ever but excuse me he is also the funniest person on the planet and <laughs> i swear to everybody if if you spend a day with Lungsta, you will never be bored, you will never be down, you will never be sad, you will always be laughing, you will always be happy, you will always be enjoying wherever you go with this guy. This guy is just, I don't know man, if if someone is ever born gifted in making people laugh, making people happy, it's him. I don't know where he gets it from, but this guy, he's, he's, he's incredible. <laughs> okay, let me stop kissing this guy's boots. But either way, I became friends with him, I became friends with other people as well just that was just like the band from robert higgs just came together and i remember grade eight we would sit at we'd sit at the weirdest spot ever <laughs> in the middle of the field like in the middle of the field but towards but towards the end of the field yeah at the end of the field but the 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 benches were in the middle of the and nobody used to sit there it was only us it was always us and we'd sit there every break would come there we'd sit have our lunches don't even remember what we spoke about but we were just weird there's this picture someone took of us i don't know and you could just see these boys look like idiots <laughs> these boys look like idiots and yeah i mean it was grade eight it was our first time we were, we were like the the youngest again but 
not for long we we started knowing people we started getting into the scenes we started playing soccer breaks we were there playing soccer we started doing all these things we started i mean yo, yo i don't know if our class there was there was our class and then there was another class who were notorious for being the naughtiest classes but definitely our class was one of them and we had a guy called tato tato mapate <laughs> yo <laughs> yo like the things we would do i can't imagine like i can't imagine we still do those things but we probably do and we would play games we would play this other stupid game where you have to come up with as many synonyms as possible like someone would say someone would say killed it and then you just hear my party say murdered it and then i would probably say assassinated it and then someone would say burnt it and someone would say sliced it i'm like oh my god it will go on forever <laughs> we ran out of synonyms <laughs> it will go on forever and yo like classes were just fun class was fun i i mean like i said anything anywhere where you go with long is just fun like you're just gonna have you're gonna be laughing and you're gonna be you're gonna be having fun because that's just the way it is and most of the time most of the time i would get in trouble i don't know why i would get in trouble i don't know why teachers would pick on me i guess they were just tired of picking on Lungstar and tato because they would just start picking on me knowing that ah, i was a softy i was just let in i wouldn't fight back i wouldn't speak back i would just accept everything and go so yeah i just i just accepted everything and yo like our grade 8 class was so weird people that were there all of a sudden disappeared in in grade in grade 9 people just disappeared i mean we had people who it was just it was really it was messed up and grade 8 i remember we had so many different teachers in the beginning of the year we had one miss furi then another one came another guy came and then another lady came and then miss ross came and then another one came i don't know how many teachers we had and then we had mr berio like the blue-eyed a blue-eyed blonde lady who doesn't give a damn about anything like that lady that lady was just yeah ne? if you ever had to uphold rules and uphold you know regulations and stuff like that that was the definition of mr beer we had to stand in line we had to sit in alphabetical order we had to have our diaries open every day we had to yo 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 mr beer was just um mr beer was the worst thing ever and then yeah so that was the first time i had hospitality studies and that was basically like just cooking and stuff and I I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to me. But it was me it was me and Kaya. Yeah, it was Kaya Kaya Yalezo, one of my friends. It was me and Kaya Yalezo and we were like one of the best teams. I won't even lie. If people listen to this and think I'm lying, then they can go they can go suck their toes because I'm not lying. Me and Kaya were the best team, one of the best teams when it came to cooking. Even Miss LaRue told us that this this is the start of something special. Ah, nings, ning, ning, Kaya gets in trouble, Kaya is getting too many demerits. Now they move Kaya to another class. I think he moved to the other naughty class. Aish. Now I had to find someone else to cook with. And ah, people were just, people were lazy, weren't as hardworking. 
and yeah that stuff just died and grade 8 i think i played sock in grade 8 i didn't get picked yeah grade 8 jeopard me and that was the first time i realized i wasn't that good in soccer actually <laughs> because now everybody was growing and everybody was the same size as me some were even getting taller than me and faster than me and bigger than me and i realized i wasn't that fast anymore like i realized that i was just in high in, in primary school i was just bigger than everyone and i was just faster than everyone because everyone hadn't developed yet when you got to high school it was equal field baba. Hey! Just see people out sprinting me. Just see people playing better than me. I'm like, damn. It was a hard reality. It was hard. It was something hard to take in. Online, it was hard to take in. And I I just stuck to my books. It was the only thing I had. I stuck to my books. I'm like, ah, I'm going to stop playing soccer now. I'm just going to focus on school. Focus on school. That's what I told myself. And yeah, I moved on, moved on. School was nice meeting new people new friends the groups started to like integrate there was this group of guys who were like notorious for dating girls and doing bad stuff and then there was us who we were never serious we were always having fun always joking around we were never serious so we were never serious and there were the sports guys there were the athletics guys then there were the girls the groups of girls and everything and hormones are flying around and stuff and stuff and people were developing and parts were developing and starting to show more than often and hey yeah <laughs> it was so weird like being being in a classroom with most people who don't even understand where you're from who don't even understand why 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 i speak the way i do why i sound the way i do was weird because what i was talking to people from moms people from you know war centurion people from places like far places and i would never understand why they live so far but they attend here you know so shanguve all these places and they would speak so weird differently and i'd be like what what are these people saying sometimes <laughs> But in in a few, I think in a few months even, I started to catch on and I started to speak like that as well. I started to sound like that and yeah, grade 8 flew past, actually flew past. Didn't even, I didn't even feel it that much. Grade 8 flew past and I didn't date anyone. I was, I liked a lot of people but didn't really have the confidence to approach anyone you know, it was a new place. It was just another back to square one situation. So I didn't have the confidence to approach anyone. Okay, then I got to grade nine. Grade nine was interesting. Grade nine was interesting because a lot of people were taken out of our, our class and moved to other classes. A lot of people moved to different classes. So yeah, just I grew closer to my usual friends. I grew closer to Lungstar. I became friends with Honte Crisp. You, you, you people who went to clap him. Hey. So I became friends with them. And our school would always, would always dis clap him. Like if you were naughty, they would say, now nah, I'm going to send you, you know, there was this, uh, our principal, our principal would always say this. Yeah, you want me to send you to clap him or, or you want me to send you to, to, uh, who's this? Who's this? I was. 
<laughs> this one in Montana, I forgot the name now, but yeah, there were this other schools like that. Like I was saying you to clap him or stuff like that. And I remember Lumsta and, and Tato broke they they broke kicked a switch on the wall. I don't know why they did that, but they broke kicked a switch because they watched too much wrestling. So they broke kicked a switch. And then they got in trouble. And our 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 principal was threatening to send them to to Mahalis or send them to, to Clapham and yeah I, this was just dumb and I, I don't know I don't know why you want to test other schools because a school is a school it's only it's only a bad school because of the reputation and the kids that go there and grade 9 your this other lady came through for for our hospitality studies she came through her name was Miss Trefinovich. I will never forget Miss Trefinovich because that lady denied me an opportunity to bake a cake. And from that day on, I hated baking and I hated hospitalities because of her. Like, wrongfully accusing me of doing something I didn't do just because you're scared of other people is wrong. I was always accused of things I didn't do in her class. And I don't know why she always picked on me because I was never the one who was doing this dumbass things so i didn't get to cook cake i didn't get to bake cake nobody cooks cake i didn't get to bake cake because of her and i'm sure i was gonna bake the best cake ever because i can bake i can bake banana bread yeah and from that day on i hated hospitality so i didn't want to do anything with it and i actually wanted to take it as a subject but after her after her experience i didn't want anything to do with hospitalities i absolutely hated it and Grade 9, grade 9, oh yeah, grade 9 was the first time in my life I played rugby. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the rugby coach, who was also our social science teacher, his name was Mr. Van der Valt, a red-eye soldier, because one of his eyes were always red. I don't know what that guy smokes. I don't know what he puts in his cigarettes, because every time his eye was always red, and he smoked a lot, and he was slow. He was slow in his brain, but he was he was a good social science teacher. And <laughs> there was one time where one my one friend came late and he told that guy to go into the storeroom and then he told him that nobody's gonna know what happens in the storeroom. And then he went into the storeroom <laughs> and then we all started laughing, but nothing happened. He was just being stupid because he's stupid. And his English is some of the worst English you ever hear anyone speak because he's slow. And the first, he starts every sentence with the word listen. So we always say, listen, I want you to do one, two, three, or listen, you must study one, two, or listen, sit on the floor. And yeah, that was Mr. Van der Waal. So he, he looked, he, I think his team was short of players. Like it was either short of players or he had injuries. So he asked me, to come play and i'm like okay sharp i'll come play first time i'm playing rugby in my life i know i know this sport is dangerous i know this sport is like weird as hell and you have to have anger to play this sport ah but i went through i played i was bad i was bad i remember one game <laughs> i remember one game and flop it was like on the on the a field like the field where everyone was watching and we normally played on the b field on the back side of the stands but we were, we were on the A field this day and we were playing against, we we're playing against, ah, uh, what's that other team? This other, I, I forgot the name now. 
or we were playing against this other team and this other team full of colored people colored kids like the whole squad the whole team was just colored colored and the ball was in the air and then i'm jumping and then i slap it forward you i just see this guy lose his head <laughs> he even dropped his cigarette <laughs> like rami what are you doing and he slapped me off same time and i'm like ah, nah, nah. <laughs> i didn't even know i didn't even know the rules of rugby i didn't know that was a knock on i didn't know anything like i just played because he asked me to come play and yeah it's from that day i don't know i don't know how i stayed in that team but yeah as i went on i got better i played more games i kept on playing i played wing most of the time i played wing and i played this flank as well i don't know how i got to flank but I played flank too, and it was good, man. We won some, we lost some. We were just a bad team. Partly partially because I was in the team, but we were just a bad team overall. It was just a team full of individual players. It wasn't a team type of thing. So, yeah, that was when I quit soccer. I played rugby. And then, yeah, for what, what I learned from rugby was that I could do anything. I learned that, you know, this was the first time I played rugby. I only played rugby for the first time in my life when I was in grade 9. Like, that made me really think, bro, you can do anything you want to do. Like, to everyone who's listening to this, you guys can do anything you want to do. There's nothing that's stopping you. Your age is not stopping you. Your your maturity is not stopping you. Your Your knowledge, your wisdom is not stopping you. Nothing is stopping you. The only thing that's stopping you is you. You deciding not to do it is stopping you, and that that's what really rugby playing playing rugby really taught me that I could do anything I I wanted to do or put myself to do, and I think that year was the year I started I I first started reading books, and I think the first book I read was the the autobiography of Malcolm X, and oh that book changed my life that book changed my life and. Yeah, I listened to that book and that book messed me up. Not I listened to it. I read that book. I read the book. I I watched the movie and God, I was convinced. This guy convinced me that Christianity was evil. Like (laughs) reading Malcolm X and listening to how he speaks convinced me that christianity was evil that he he convinced me grade nine i think i was i was an atheist in grade nine yeah i was the atheist even though i went to church my heart wasn't in church i went to church because of my mom my mom would just say let's go to church but when i woke up in the morning i woke up angry there were some days where i didn't wake up even i waited for her to come tell me to go bath and then i would like i would like I would like wait and wait and wait and just hope that she doesn't come tell me to go bath. Please don't tell me to go bath. And when she came, I'd be like, Shh. I'd pretend like I wasn't. I was already awake, but I'd pretend like I was still sleeping. Then I would go bath. Because by that, hey, I was the atheist, bruh. Like Malcolm X was one of the past leaders or leaders of our world that molded me and shaped my character. I looked at Malcolm X and I thought, I want to be this guy. I really want to be this guy. Even so, I started bringing like a suitcase to to school. I started bringing my textbooks in like those those plastic suitcases, you know, those green, red, yellow, not yellow, blue. Yeah, I started bringing my books in those suitcases just so that I could look like him. You know, I started wearing sharp nose shoes just so I could look like him. I didn't get the glasses though. I thought the glasses would just be too much, but 
I I I got a watch. I just wanted to be Malcolm X. I wanted to imitate him in everything I did. I wanted to be smart like him. He's the reason why I started reading books. He's the reason why I started focusing so much on my books. I just wanted to be Malcolm X and it was funny because looking at looking back to that today like today I'm so much different from him. I'm, I I see now that he played a part in molding my character or shaping my character but it wasn't to be him. Like you can never be someone else. You have to be your own self. You have your own story. You have your own lane to run where that God has put you in. And yes, to answer your question, I am not atheist. I am a believer of Christ. I am a disciple of Christ. I don't believe in saying I'm a Christian because I feel like Christians have this this um they have this <clears throat> reputation of being people who are Pharisees. I don't know if you guys are, fam- are familiar with Pharisees, but Pharisees were the people who actually rejected Christ. Pharisees were the people who were looking for sins. Like they would go outside and they would look for people sinning and they would look at people weirdly because you are sinning and they would feel like they're better than you. Like they wouldn't associate with people like you. They would scorn you for not believing in God. They would scorn you. They wouldn't help you. They would just put you down. Like that's what Pharisees are. They're people who don't associate with other people who don't believe in the same religion as them. They are people who believe that Christ wasn't there to save them and their Christ is still coming. And Pharisees were just people who Jesus people who upheld the law. I mean Jesus came to fulfill the law, but the Pharisees believe that no, he's not the one because he 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 wasn't this mighty warrior who was, you know, covered in armor and all these things. They didn't believe he was their Messiah. But Jesus was the Messiah and he died on the cross and he even died for them. Jesus died for everyone. He died for them too and they didn't even know it. But yeah. So I read Malcolm X. I watched the movie. I was so inspired. I loved this guy. I loved his attitude. I loved his passion. I loved the fact that he wanted to change America for the good. And that's what I also wanted to do. I wanted to change South Africa. I I didn't know back then what I would do to change South Africa, but I wanted to change South Africa. I wanted to change South Africa. I wanted to be like Malcolm X, you know. I wanted to be like Malcolm X, and I still have his book today. I still listen to him. I still listen to his speeches. I have his speeches on my phone. I I, I absolutely adored Malcolm X, and I had posters of him on my room. I, I cut out, I printed out pictures and I pasted them on posters and I put them all around my room. But I took those down now because, you know, I'm just, I'm in a different state now. And yeah, I mean, grade nine was interesting. Grade nine was really interesting in that, in that case, in that sense. And um, I don't know what happened, but I think most, most people just went separate ways. I don't even lie. I know my part, Tato Mapat, they went to another school that year. Going into grade 10, he went to another school. And yeah, I think going into grade 10, we, we all just became our own human beings. People started doing their own things. Friends, friend groups were broken up. I think we were maturing also. I think we were maturing and a lot of us went our separate ways. A lot of us were doing our own things. A lot of us chose different subjects. You know, I went the commerce way. Uh, a lot of my friends went physics, life science. Uh, most went geography and 
and what's the other popular one geography and business and economics yeah i went grade 10 i went uh economics business and accounting and to my surprise those subjects actually taught me more than what they actually were those subjects actually taught me principles that i use in my in my life today not like educational principles but life principles and i mean after reading malcolm x i just was sharing with everybody i i I spoke like this this perfect english you know i i started studying a dictionary for some reason i don't know why but i started studying a dictionary i don't know why i did that i but i wanted to sound fancy that was that was all it was about it was the sound it was to sound excuse me yeah it was to sound fancy it was to try and show off to everybody that i know big words I, i i know how to pronounce big words and yeah what did i do in grade 10 as well i think that was it i think i just played rugby and grade nine i just played rugby and yeah growing older i learned a lot of things moving back and grade nine that year um was the year i lost my second uncle yeah and he was he or he had actually visited us uh, i think grade eight he visited us he visited us for about a week or so he was sleeping in my room and you know he smokes and all these things and you know that kind of affected his lungs and everything and that was that was what really killed him and a lot of people wonder why i don't smoke and i i I don't even smoke hardly i don't and the reason why i don't smoke at all finally breaking the shells the reason why i don't smoke anything whether it be hardly vape whatever he want whatever i just don't want to see smoke coming out of my mouth is because of my uncle passing away because of that he i don't know what actually happened but i think his lungs were very bad they were very i don't know i actually don't know how to explain it but he just he died and it was because of his lungs were just they were just bad and that was because of all the smoking and he he smoked tobacco so that was really uh another thing tobacco is just I think the most horrible thing you could smoke and grade nine going into 10 a lot of people started smoking weed a lot of people started trying new things and all these funny things and i was just starting to get irritated because i was going back into my shell of where i come from this is not acceptable and what are these people doing and you know so i just started going back into my shell and i was just worried i was worried seeing most of my friends turn to this i was worried and seeing a lot of girls as well become bad girls if i can call it that girls i knew from robert hicks and (laughs) i was worried because i know these people this way but now all of a sudden they're changing and like i said that was the like the phase where you you were maturing into your young adulthood phase and yeah a lot of us matured I, I can say in the wrong ways and a lot of us matured in the right ways and yeah but guys I have to settle for this one 
part three will be coming soon this is the end of part two part three will include my grade 10 my grade 11 and my grade 12 years and that will explain where i am today and what i'm doing today so yeah thank you guys for listening once again and yeah gonna play another song at the end of this and i hope you really enjoyed this part two i am not available on social media right now but i will be releasing part three relatively sooner than i released part two so keep in keep in touch guys keep well keep on praying keep on believing in god don't become atheists don't read malcolm x malcolm x and become atheists keep believing in god <clears throat> and all the best to everybody writing exams listening to this all the best in your in your endeavors and yeah thanks thanks for listening guys cheers Get you in bed, you're hardly breathing I knew it was gonna end this way I said it all the time But you said that you were fine Now you wonder why and why you Try my best to make you check it out, huh? I cried so much it burned my eyes I begged every day all the stubborn things you do I must have gotten that from you Now there's nothing they can do And why you? I wish that there was something I'd done more of Knocked you out and dragged you there myself Maybe then You'd be
Hallo, hallo, hallo. 